Welcome, everybody, to SCI's First for Hunters podcast. I'm your host, Ben Cassidy, Executive Vice President for International Government and Public Affairs at Safari Club International. Um, Doesn't matter where you hunt, what you hunt, or how you hunt. You've come to the right place if you're a hunter. Uh, this podcast will give you the latest breaking news on what's happening and what you can do about it to protect your freedom to hunt. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. Really hope you enjoy the show, what we have in store. Uh, see you out there in the field. Hello and greetings, hunters in the field, in the bush. All around the world, listening in your cars. It's good to be with you. It feels like it's been so long. Wait, this hasn't happened before. This is our first Safari Club International First for Hunters podcast. So excited to be bringing it to you live from the basement of our global headquarters here in Washington, D.C., just sitting in the shadows of our nation's capital on Capitol Hill. Uh, very excited about what we have to bring to you over the course of this podcast. Um, always a lot to share with what we're, what we're taking care of. Because you know at SCI, as First for Hunters, it's whatever you hunt, wherever you hunt, however you hunt. You know, we've got your back. We're working to, to protect your freedoms. So there's always something going on, whether it's good, bad, or... Or, or neither of them uh, that, that we're always f- fighting on and, and working on. So I just wanted to kind of share a few of the things that, that are going on right now. But uh, feel free to you know drop comments and ask questions uh, in the comment section so we can get back to you all and, and work on you know what we're talking about here. But really, you know, just want to do a little bit of a rundown on what we've been seeing uh, in the Congress recently. You know, they're in recess right now with the elections coming up in under 20 days. Um, So all the different members of Congress and senators are all spread out around the country in their districts fighting for their, you know, political survival, trying to keep their seats. And that's going on hot and heavy right now. But even so, we're seeing some really good stuff being introduced um, for hunters. And uh, I'd be remiss not to mention, you know, Bill... uh, protecting access for hunters that was introduced by our champion two of our champions congressman bruce westerman and congressman rob whitman um, as you all know our friend bruce westerman who's the ranking member on natural resources committee uh past federal legislator of the year if you were with us in las vegas for our last convention he was there to, to receive his award and then longtime champion and wing shooter uh rob whitman out of virginia a uh, really great bill that responds to the egregious uh, Department of the Interior hunt fish rule that was introduced um, earlier this uh, year, back in the late summer. Um, Normally, you know, when we see these hunt fish rules over the past years, we've gotten used to it being uh, something to celebrate, you know, an expansion on hunting, um, new opportunities um, presenting themselves. But in this one, really, what it uh, came out to be was a small expansion on hunting opportunities, but really it was taking back um, lead, traditional ammunition, banning it or phasing it out in a number of different wildlife refuges. Really, really bad precedent, especially given the fact that there isn't any science available that shows that lead shot has a detrimental effect on population of a species. Now, sure, lead is lethal when used appropriately, right? And you hit your target. But there's no science out there showing that it affects the whole population. So why are you going to phase it out? Why are you going to get rid of it? What it ends up doing is limiting access for folks, economic access, the most affordable ammunition, the most used ammunition. You go to any manufacturer of ammunition, 
You know, we visited uh, Federal um, in Minnesota at the beginning of the summer. They had this incredible op- operation just running out millions of rounds, all selling out across the country, obviously, um, every day. But the majority of that being made there was lead because that's what the American consumer wants to buy. And that's what we're comfortable shooting. It's the most effective. It's the most affordable. So leave it to you know our champion Westerman and uh, Rob Whitman to step up, do something about it, introduce a companion bill to Senator Daines, another SCI Federal Legislator of the Year who introduced the Senate version, uh, to tell the Department of the Interior, tell the U.S. Forest Service that if they're going to have these sorts of bans on lead, you got to bring the science and you got to have sign off from the state management authorities, the folks that oversee, you know, and have trust of the population of species. So kudos goes there. Another really big win for, 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 uh, for hunters um, was Congressman Blakemore, Utah, with the Range Access Act. Now, this is just a great idea. I'm just so excited that, that somebody stepped up and did it. Not surprised that it was Blakemore that did it. Incredible congressman doing great things. Uh, I'm going to see him going a lot of great places and, and fighting on behalf of us. Uh, but what, what his bill does is it expands access to public shooting ranges um, by requiring the Forest Service and Bureau of Land Management to have at least one designated uh, public recreational shooting range um, that doesn't have a user fee attached to it. So imagine that, you know, wherever those public lands are, actually using them for the benefit of the people, for recreation, for getting people out there. Um, so real big hat tip to Blake Moore for that introduction. So a lot of good things still happening, even while everyone's focused on their political survival. You know, SCI, one of the things that makes us different, you know, than all the other hunting organizations is we have a super PAC. We have a PAC. We get involved in these congressional races. So right now, you know, we're staying really busy and just tracking and seeing, you know, where the hunter's voice needs to be represented, where it needs to be spoken loudly to ensure that we have more champions than enemies um, working in Congress. Um, really looks like things are tightening up in the races, uh, moving towards uh, a likely Republican control of the House of Representatives. I would say that the Senate is still a jump ball, but trends are, are going back towards um, Republicans maybe flipping some seats and taking control there by, by a narrow margin. Um, so we're getting as involved as possible just wherever we see a bad actor to be able to speak out, call them out. But even more importantly, where we see somebody that's really strong on hunting, you know, that we get out there and support them. So you might be driving your car. Um, when you turn off the podcast, you might hear some of our ads playing. Um, really excited to, to have those on the airwaves, reminding hunters that, you know, election day is November 8th and it's critical that we all get out, um, get out of our tree stands and into a ballot box and uh, really support um, those folks that are going to stand up for our hunting freedoms, you know, folks that are going to co-sponsor and vote for the Protecting Access for Hunters, co-sponsor and vote for the Range Access Act, you know, our champions out there. And we're in a good spot in that regards. We have a lot of really good friends here. You know, it's a little bit different than the United Kingdom. Um, I would say that that place is currently overrun, unfortunately, by anti-hunters. You just hop over the pond and it's a cesspool for emotion-driven rhetoric that just flies in the face of good conservation of what's best for wildlife, what's best for wild habitat, what's best for the people that live amongst the wild, uh, uh, amongst the the, the wild habitat and uh, amongst wildlife. Um, 
So a lot of things going on in London right now, obviously, with the Prime Minister Liz Truss today stepping down. What's it been? 44 days. Unbelievable. A record number right there. Um, so that's obviously going on in the background. But what we're tracking here, along with that, and who's going to replace her? Is it going to be another anti-hunter, Boris Johnson and his you know, fiancé wife? I don't know. We'll see. Um, we're tracking on that. But Liz Truss out, but still things are moving. So in the House of Commons, they're scheduled tomorrow to have a reading. Tomorrow's Friday the 21st. They're going to have a reading um, of a trophy ban bill that's introduced by the special, special member of Parliament, John Spalers. Um, he's got a really rich, awesome Twitter. Very sarcastic when I say that. If you go check it out, it just reeks of just colonialism and hypocrisy. Um, I don't know if he ever responds to any of the different management authorities, any of the African voices that are tweeting back at him on it. I think he just blows that off. It's pretty convenient maybe not to uh, listen to the folks that actually manage the wildlife and live along it and are doing the best thing for conservation and keeping those species thriving. I mean – Good Lord, you know, John Speller, do you forget that the biggest populations of lion, giraffe, rhino, hippo, all the, the big iconic species, that they live in places where they're hunted? Do we forget these things? Do, does this not matter? Is it just trying to score points, make a little bit of money off the emotions? Or are we actually trying to do something that's good for our planet and for our world? Well, having a good time, too, getting out there and hunting. So we'll see how, how that goes. We've got uh, – we know a lot of our friends over in Africa are very riled up about it. They're just fed up with it, and they're going to be uh, checking in and, and talking on that. Um, you know, other big things coming up when we're talking about the international stage, we're just getting all of our ducks in a row, all our pieces together to head over to Panama City, Panama, uh, for the CITES, Conference of the Parties. The COP happens every three years, finally have one in our time zone. Really excited to, to have our presence there. You know, we've been involved at Safari Club with CITES since it was founded uh, back in the late 70s. Uh, you know, we've got folks on, on our team, on our staff, like Rick Parsons that helped helped write um, the whole mandate for, for, for CITES. So we're, we've been very involved, um, going to be a very, how do we say, robust discussion going on in Panama City. Uh, lots on the docket. There's a lot of folks that we're there to meet with. Um, some of the big meetings that we'll be attending are really going to focus around those local communities and where their voice is. You know, we've just seen recent meetings in CITES where, it's just not listened to. It's just uh, they've got a seat at the table, but just kind of gets muted out. And it's frustrating to see because a lot of these decisions just go it goes back to it. They're just not good for the folks that are screaming um, – that are screaming for, for for the for the for the right for the right tools that are going to be able to ensure that wildlife populations and habitat thrive, you know, and that you know the folks living alongside it are are, are able to do so while keeping their livelihoods, you know. So it's going to be a really important discussion. Really excited that you know SCI is going to have a really strong delegation presence there, and got a lot of good partners we're working with over there, you know, from the range countries um, and then from the community in general. So really excited to see what comes out of CITES. So stay tuned. You know, we're going to be keeping you, you posted on, on everything that's going on there. I know in future podcasts, we'll, we'll share some of the different issues that we're, you know, fighting on and, and our, our vote recommendations that, that go on. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a political forum over there. Um, people are making votes that are going to impact decisions that are made back in the United States and back in countries that are out of sight, out of mind. Um, so can't wait to keep you all posted on on that. Um, going out into the states, 
always a lot going on. Go back to elections. You know, we got a ballot initiative out in uh, Oregon, ballot 114, bad news, saying it's going to stop tragedies from happening, you know, with, with firearms. Well, all it's really doing is just going after the good actors, just creating an entire, you know, permitting system for owning a firearm to your, you know, traditional grandfather's hunting rifle, just putting up these arduous barriers that are just going after the wrong folks um, that will have detrimental effects on gun ownership and being able to get out and hunt, just general access. And what that ends up doing is keeps people out of the field, keeps funds from going into the local, you know, natural resource departments, and it hurts wildlife. So it's sloppily ridden, terrible. We're part of a coalition, you know, Sportsmen's Against 114, uh, with a number of our other friends in the community, and we're going to be fighting hard on that. I got to give kudos to Iowa. You know, they've got their ballot initiative to fortify the Second Amendment, um, really put scrutiny in if it was ever to be challenged. I'm not saying that we're going to see that coming right now, but you never know what's going to come. I mean, things change so fast these days, right? So it's really good what's happening in Iowa with their ballot initiative to to strengthen and, and, and fortify the Second Amendment there. Uh, outside of that, you know, we're just we're just plowing away, just getting really excited to get out to Nashville, Tennessee. You're not the last time you're going to hear me say it, but cannot wait to have our annual convention out in Nashville, Tennessee. It's coming up this February uh, 2023 uh, from the 22nd to the 25th. Just so many good things and such great energy going on around it right now. Uh, we've been announcing some of our entertainment, so we're really excited to have the frontmen playing on our grand opening on Wednesday night. You know, that's like a super group of all the guys that were making the big hits during the 90s, you know, when country music on the radio was just rocking and rolling. I mean, who doesn't remember 94 on the radio, right? <laughs> Am I just old? I don't know. I remember pretty well. We're talking about, you know, Little Texas, Lone Star, uh, all these greats just into one super group in country music. So can't wait to see them. And then Thursday night, you know, we're taking it off campus. We're going to the Wild Horse Saloon. Who knows what I'm talking about there? Nothing but good times with uh, Big and Rich as the main act. Now, you all know, you know, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Obviously, massive hit. But I, if you haven't seen that performed live by these guys, let me tell you something. You're missing out. It's incredible. I've seen them three times, I think. Um play all their hits, always something new. Uh, but what happens on stage, they throw down. It's incredible. It's totally on brand for SCI. I cannot wait to celebrate that. So that's Wednesday and Thursday night. You know, Friday and Saturday, you're going to have to stay tuned. We're going to start rolling those out as well. But let me just tell you, the talent and our entertainment just keeps getting better. You're going to be blown away with what you hear about for, for Thursday and for Friday night. Um, but if you haven't yet, you know, head over to the website, safariclub.org slash convention. Get registered. Do it now. We are just selling out across the board. What do we have? Five of our hotels already fully booked. Um, all those numbers are just shooting up right now. So don't miss out. Don't say, gee, I wish I could have. Um, now's the time you can make it happen. So get locked up, get in. You know, while I'm talking about other exciting things, you know, here over at Safari Club International, I got to mention our store. Um, if you haven't been yet or you haven't been in a while, go and check it out. Really awesome stuff that's being put out there right now. I mean, these hats, for example, you might recognize the color schemes. Um, they happen to align with different folks. This kind of has that national champion color to it. Not speaking on, you know, in favor of any team, but 
got that and you know this one like major upsetters right and if anyone tuned in recently to football on a saturday afternoon pretty cool host host area for our next convention so really excited about a lot of the gear we have you know from really cool looking snazzy hats to kuyu gear um great prices on it all the right looks, all the newest models at Akuyu are great friends over there. So go and check it out. Um, shop is where it's at. Um, so, yeah, I mean, really appreciate everybody tuning in, listening in. Uh, lots of good things going on. We're out there. We're in the field right now. We're protecting your freedom to hunt. We're also partaking in, you know, our favorite ha- pastimes and heritage. Um a lot of our team was just over in Africa for uh, the foundation. You know, our Safari Club International's foundation had their 20th African Wildlife Consultative Forum. Um, and it was incredible. You could tell the years of work that have gone into it, just with, 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 with the different seminars and the presenters and who was in attendance. Um, you know, what they do at the foundation is incredible work for, for conservation and just fostering dialogue. Um, just the number of different decision makers that came in from all the different governments across um, Africa was just phenomenal. And our hosts in Mozambique, just so gracious. Um, it was really great to, to, to see everybody in one place with just robust conversations and just sharing, you know, the, um, the different efforts that they're, that they're working on, the different fights that they're fighting, you know? I mean, I headed over there and I talked about what's going on in Congress right now. You know, we're, we're, we're fighting in the appropriations process. These members of Congress get back from their elections and they're going to go right into making big decisions on how the government's funded and how it's not funded. And one of the things that's in there is, um, is, is language that would ban importation of trophies from Tanzania, Zimbabwe, and Zambia. Um, all of this done without any input from the folks in Africa. You know, we're on the ground at AWCF and we ask everyone there, hey, did, you know, did Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer ever reach out to you about this? No? Okay, go figure, right? So they're just, they're trying to move forward with this, but we're working it hard. We're talking to all the right folks, you know, we're making sure to, to, to connect all the dots that we're able to, to beat that trophy ban again. But big concern, you know, and, 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 it's keeping folks up at night in Africa. Like, I can't believe someone's in another country making decisions that is going to directly impact, you know, the livelihood of, you know, me and my neighbors. Um, but that's why we fight the fight that we fight. Uh, but, yeah, so great trip over over to Africa. You know, r- really looking forward to to activating as many hunters as humanly possible to get out and vote and make a difference, you know, that we're able to – quickly come into a new Congress and, you know, get on a positive foot, do some, do some pushing, you know, on our, uh, on our priorities. It's not always about having to play defense. You know, there's, there's our champions that are already out there, you know, putting out these bills, like I mentioned from Bruce Westerman to Blake Moore to Rob Whitman that, that need our help, that need cavalry to come in. So it's on all of us. It's on you. It's on me to get out there and vote and make sure that, you know, our champions have support. So we're able to get some of these pro hunting bills across the line. And, you know, these races, like I said, they're neck and neck. And that population of hunters, we make the difference. You know, we're we're not all Republican. We're not all Democrat. We're all hunters, you know, and partners in conservation. And us making the, the voting for the right candidates, you know, that support hunting, that will make the difference and make sure that we're able to get our priorities through. 
you know, so that that's a wrap for, for me for today for our first inaugural podcast. I just want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. I can't wait to see, you know, where we go with this. We just have so many great friends that I just can't wait to have on the show and and have good conversations that you all are going to find really interesting and insightful, you know, from members of Congress to some of our friends over in Africa, um, to some of our community partners, and to just plain interesting people that you want to hear more from. So, again, you know, go into the comments, leave us some messages, let us know what you want to hear more about. We can't wait to keep talking with you and bringing the SCI First for Hunters podcast to you live from the basement of the global headquarters here in Washington, D.C. So with that, Ben Cassidy, I'm out. I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening, season. Take care. Bye-bye.